thank God for our choir. He's blessed us. I want to read verse 1 from 1 Samuel chapter 16. That's where I'm going to hang my hat this morning. The Lord said to Samuel, How long will you mourn for Saul? Since I have rejected him as king over Israel, fill your horn with oil and be on your way. I am sending you to Jesse of Bethlehem. I have chosen one of his sons to be king. How long will you mourn over Saul since I have rejected him as king over Israel? I want to preach this morning as the Holy Ghost shall give me help from the topic Pick up your feelings. We've talked about today was a good day from O'Shea Jackson. Talked about the sky is the limit from Christopher Wallace. Talked about Survivor. Beyonce, Michelle, and Kelly. Today I want to talk about Pick Up Your Feelings from Jasmine Sullivan. Lord, bless your word. Bless your preacher. Remove distractions, obstacles that might keep us from hearing from you. Anoint your preacher with Clarity, consecration, concentration. Speak, Lord. Your people are listening. In Jesus' name, amen. Pick up your feelings. Among many things, our God is sufficient. God is not lacking in anything. God can do anything but fail. God is our everything. God is Alpha and Omega. God is our advocate and the author of our faith. God is blessor and benefactor. God is our creator and our comforter. God is our hope, healer, and helper. God is our sustainer, strength, and shepherd. God is our peace, provider, and protector. God is our everything. I wish I had a witness on Sunday morning. According to this familiar Old Testament narrative, God is also an exceptional and extraordinary encourager. According to this Old Testament narrative, we encounter Almighty God encouraging Samuel to pick up his feelings. Samuel, according to the text, is disappointed, distressed, and discouraged because of Saul's 
disobedience and failure to become all that Saul could have become. Saul had the promise and potential to be a great king of Israel. When the people of God wanted a king, God led Samuel to identify and anoint Saul to be the king, the first king of Israel. Saul was tall, dark, handsome, looked the part, yet Saul made the tragic mistake, watch chapel, of becoming too impatient to wait on God. Consequently, Saul disobeys God and fails to fulfill his potential to become all that he could have become. Consequently, Saul is now rejected from royalty in the sight of God. Samuel, who was Saul's mentor, looked up to Saul, had an affection for Saul, is now discouraged, distressed, and disappointed because of what could have been. Saul's is, Samuel is in his feelings. Now God is challenging and encouraging Samuel to pick up his feelings concerning Saul's failure. Samuel is in his feelings because of what could have been. And if we're honest with ourselves on this Lord's Day morning, there are many of us right now who are discouraged, distressed, and disappointed because of what could have been. I dare somebody be honest with yourself on this Lord's Day morning and admit to yourself there's some stuff I'm struggling with or oh, I'm in my feelings on this Lord's Day morning because of what could have been. Help me preach this word. Could have celebrated 20 years of marriage, but could have graduated from college with a bachelor's, MBA, JD, PhD, but could have retired early, but could have been financially flush and further down the road, but could be holier and healthier, but could be further along and broken some family cycles, but could have avoided some mistakes and miscues had I listened to mama, daddy, big mama, papa, even my friends who tried to warn me, but could have mined my potential and reached my promise, but could have saved myself some heartbreak, some tears, some drama, but could have realized my potential and seen my dreams come true and expanded our territory, but I'm in my feelings because of what could have been. I wish I had one witness who can say there's some stuff I'm still 
wrestling with, I'm still struggling with, I'm still living with because of what could have been. And like Samuel, some of us are wrestling with disappointment, distress, and discouragement because of what could have been, yet God is encouraging every one of us to pick up our feelings. I know you feel discouraged, but God wants you to pick up your feelings. I know you feel anxious and bitter and confused, but today is the day where you pick up your feelings. I know you still got some anger with yourself, some disappointment, some bitterness, some confusion, some embarrassment, some insecurity, but today is the day where you ought to pick up your feelings. God is encouraging Samuel to pick up your feelings. How long will you continue to mourn over Saul? How long will you continue to cry over spilled milk? How long will you continue to worry about what happened in 2002 and it's now 2022? How long will you worry about what they think about you when they don't have a dollar to bless you, haven't paid your mortgage, haven't encouraged you? How long will you live with insecurity when you've overcome what folks said you would never overcome? How long? According to this text, God says, pick up your feelings. How do I pick up my feelings, preacher? I'm glad you asked. You, we pick up our feelings, watch chapel, when we are honest about our hurts. We pick up our feelings. Evidently, as we read this text, Reverend Robinson, Samuel and God have been in dialogue one with another. God asked Samuel, how long will you continue to mourn and grieve over Saul. Evidently, Samuel had communicated to God what he was going through. Samuel is mature enough, watch chapel, to be honest about his hurts. If you live in this life, there will be hurt. There will be pain. There will be adversity. There will be emotion that will drive you off kilter. And our God is big enough to handle our hurts. Tragically, some of us are not emotionally, psychologically healthy today because we either try to avoid our hurt Act like we ain't been hurt, deny the pain, or bury our head in the sand about painful circumstances, challenging situations, and pain in our lives. If you're going to heal, you got to be honest about what hurts you. And Samuel is healing because he's honest about his hurt. Who among of us has been hurt at some time or another? If you live in this life, you will be hurt. Somebody will break your heart. Somebody will say something to embarrass you. 
Some circumstance, some situation will humiliate you and you'll want to sit in the corner and not come out of the corner. Yet God is big enough and loves us so much that God can handle our pain and help us heal from what we are going through and have been through in life. Who hadn't been healed on this Sunday morning? Your heart was broken, but God put your heart back together. Can I get a witness in here on this Sunday morning? I wish I had some people who understood the nursery ride. Humpty Dumpty sat on the wall. Y'all ain't talking to me. Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. All the king's horses, all the king's men couldn't put Humpty Dumpty back together again. But there's a God who sits high. There's a God who looks low who can put you back together again, who can take and process your pain so you can come out wiser, stronger, and better. I pick up my feelings when I'm honest about my hurt. Not only do I need to be honest about my hurt, I pick up my feelings when I put Service over self. According to the text, Samuel is concerned about the future of Israel. Saul has been the king, but Saul has been rejected and defrocked as king. And Samuel, as the priest, prophet, judge, is concerned about what's going to take place in the lives of his people. And as Samuel is deliberating concerning what's going to take place, God tells Samuel, put oil in your horn. Make your way to Bethlehem. And as you make your way to Bethlehem, I want you to see a man by the name of Jesse who has sons. One of his sons is going to be the future king of Israel. And Samuel, watch chapel, is able to get over out of his feelings, overcome discouragement, distress, and disappointment because he places service above self. Sometimes when you are going through, when we are going through, the best thing we can do is allow God to use us to be a blessing to somebody else. Sometimes we are so egomaniacal, we are so narcissistic that we think everything is about us. It ain't always about us. God wants to use us and use you to be a blessing to somebody else. And when you and I can get out of self, get over ourselves, and allow God to use us to bless other people, we'll smile, we'll be happy, we'll have joy, and we'll fulfill the call of God on our lives. Let God use you to bless somebody else. I don't know how many times it has happened in my life as a pastor. I have gone to a rehab facility, a nursing home, a hospital, to visit somebody who needed pastoral prayer and my pastoral presence. 
but in the midst of me going to minister to them. I wish I had some help in here. In the midst of me going to try to put a smile on their face, they put a smile on my face. They prayed for me more than I prayed for them. They lifted my spirit more than I lifted their spirit. They blessed me in ways I couldn't bless them. Let God use you. Pick up your feelings. Put service over self. Pick up your feelings. Be honest about your hurts. Pick up your feelings by focusing on the future. Samuel's problem is my problem. I don't know you like I know me. Spend too much time in yesterday. If I knew then what I know now, if I had the information then that I have now, come on, talk to me. Shoulda, coulda, woulda, but Samuel's problem, my problem, maybe your problem is we spend too much time in yesteryear and don't focus enough on the future. Samuel's problem is that he was preoccupied with Saul's failure. And while he is preoccupied with Saul's failure, God is challenging him to pick up his feelings by making him focus on the future. God tells him, I want you to leave the place where you are. Make your way to Bethlehem. And when you get to Bethlehem, one of Jesse's boys is going to be anointed by you because one of his boys is going to be the future king of Israel. He brings out Abinadab, brings out Eliab, brings out Shema, brings out all of his boys. They look good. They have the pedigree. They look the part. They are tall, dark, and handsome. They are educated. They are sophisticated. They all have the look. They have panache. They have class. But they don't have what a boy by the name of David has. We look at the outside, we look at the red bottoms, we look at the purple label, we look at the look, we look at it, she's 6'4", we look at what she looks like, the complexion, and while we look at that stuff, God is looking at the heart. While I'm preaching right now, help me, Holy Ghost, you better be careful basing decisions on the external package of him, her, or them. You better look at their heart. You better pray for God to help you see discernment in their heart. How do they treat people? They take you out to dinner to Angus Bond, Flemings, that's fine, and Dandy, but how do they treat the waitress? Ain't nobody talking to me in here. How do they treat their mama or daddy? How do they treat their siblings? How do they treat people around them? You better pay attention not to the package, but what's on the inside. There's a, another boy tending the sheep. 
These are all your boys. No, I got another one. Young, ruddy in complexion. Bring him in. This is the one. He's the youngest. Don't look the part, but he got the heart of God. May not have what Eliab has. May not have what Abinadab has, but I'm focusing on the future. And Samuel, I'm going to my seat right now, gets out of his feelings because he puts Saul where Saul belongs and puts David where David belongs. Saul is in the rearview mirror. But David is in the future. Saul was yesterday, but David is tomorrow. Your failure was yesterday, but your success is tomorrow. Your pain was yesterday, but your promise is tomorrow. Your misery was yesterday, but your potential is tomorrow. Your victimology was yesterday, but your victory is tomorrow. I'm pressing on the upward way. New heights I'm gaining every day. Still pray as I onward bow. Lord, plant my feet on higher ground. Can I get some help this morning? Anybody pressing on with me? I have no desire to be who I was, but I'm pressing on the upward way. Stand to your feet. Anger, frustration, disappointment. Pick up your feelings. Be honest about your hurt. Put service over self. Focus on the future. You can't rewrite history. We learn from it. I cannot be the same fool twice. What's that song, Brother Whitaker? Everybody plays the fool. Amen. Come on now. I may have played it once. I ain't, I'll be doggone if I'm going to be a fool three times. Yeah, fool me once now. Uh, I'm going to ask the questions now. Amen, somebody. Somebody right now, my sister, my brother, you are stuck in life because you haven't picked up your feelings. God is asking you, how long are you going to keep stewing over that mistake? How long is it going to be before you forgive yourself? How long is it going to be before you stop rehearsing what did not go well, what he did to you, what she did to you, what you did to yourself? How long are you going to keep being mad at you? Somebody right now, you're not saved, you don't have a church home. I'm extending the invitation for you to become a member of Watch Chapel, for you to accept Jesus Christ as your Savior and your Lord. 
I want you to raise your hand. If you want a church home, you need a church home, you want to accept Jesus, you're physically here, and God is telling you, I can't, you, I can't do it on my own. I need the Lord to help me. Raise your hand, my sister. Raise your hand, my brother. You're worshiping with us virtually. And this word was for you to pick up your feelings. My sister, my brother, raise your hand wherever you are. You're worshiping with us virtually. Go to the QR code. Join us. Bad news, we've all sinned, separated from God. The good news is that Jesus Christ died for us. For by grace you've been saved through faith. But it's the gift of God. If you're here, I want you to raise your hand. You're here. I want you to raise your hand wherever you are. If you're worshiping with us virtually, I want you to join us, accept Christ, and unite with Watch Chapel. We haven't done this in over two and a half years. This word was for you. I want you to come to the altar. This word was what I needed to hear today. I'm Let me help somebody. God is a healer. God is a healer. God is a healer. God can dry your tears. Look, uh, if, you, if you didn't come with the people, don't hug nobody. Don't hold their hand. Amen? I, I ain't being funny, but you know. I am, but I'm, you know. Ain't your wife, your husband, your son, or your daughter. Don't hold the hand now. We're gonna sanitize, but still. Amen. God can handle our hurts. God can help us heal from whatever you're going through. This is the word for somebody right now. And I don't know who needs to hear this. The Holy Ghost just gave me this word for somebody. Today is the day you forgive yourself. Today is the day you forgive you. Some of us have forgiven everybody else but self. And we are mad at ourselves. Consequently, we're depressed. Because we're mad at self. Sister, brother, forgive yourself. Forgive yourself. God forgives you. You forgive you. Lord, I come in Jesus' name. Praying for every man and woman at this altar. Praying for every man and woman in our virtual congregation, everyone in this congregation at 3703 Tryon. I pray, God, that you empower us 
with the Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost, help us forgive ourselves. Forgive ourselves for mistreating ourselves, bad decisions, not knowing what we know now, going left where we should have gone right, moving forward where we should have stood still, doing what we know we should not have. I pray now for healing. I pray now for emotional, psychological healing, recovery, wellness. Protect us from toxic, abusive, dysfunctional folk. Give us discernment to recognize snakes, haters, hellions. Show us who is who. Heal God. Encourage. Strengthen. Lift up heads. In Jesus' name. People of God say amen. 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 I want you to say to yourself, by the grace of God, the Lord is healing me. Amen in Jesus' name. Amen. Give the Lord a shout now. Give the Lord a praise. By the grace of God, by the grace of God, he's healing me. I'm set free. I'm delivered. Come on now, somebody claim your healing. Claim your healing. Claim your deliverance. I said the Lord has set you free. He who the Son set free is free indeed. Come on now, don't fool me. Anybody been delivered? Anybody been set free? Anybody been healed in Jesus' name? I said he's a deliverer. He's a healer. He's a way maker. Lift up your heads, O ye gates. Lift up your head. Lift up your head. Lift up your head. Lord, deliver in Jesus' name. Heal in Jesus' name. Set free in Jesus' name. Depression, low self-esteem, suicidal ideation. Set free. Deliver. 
Oh, stand to your feet. We're going home. Amen. 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 Focusing on self. 